Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Episode 144. Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that talks about all things Black, all things female, and all three things epic. And I'm your host, Brig Johnson. Today, I have a good one for you. Listen, as much as we like doing great things, being epic, we are. I hope you understand this. We are human and humans sometimes make mistakes, right? Like we make mistakes in our work, in our relationships. And today's episode, I want to give you the tools to repair when you've made a mistake in your relationships. Now, what could be considered a mistake? Sometimes people in our relationships, like they call you out on shit. And sometimes we're like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not taking that. Or maybe if we sit with it long enough, where was there some truth in the call out? I had a recent experience with a friendship where the friendship kind of like took a turn. I didn't understand why the friendship took a turn, but it did. And one of my things and one of my practices is if I'm allowed to process and do things, then I have to allow my friends to do the same thing. So when this friendship took a turn, it was my opportunity to like practice allowing my friends to go through their process. And processes don't look good. Going through your processes kind of looks messy. So what good friends do, in my opinion, totally my opinion, is I allow for them to go through their messy process, right? But what I didn't expect was for the friendship to take a 180 degree turn, like a 90 degree turn. I didn't expect that. And so when that happened, there was a part of me that was like, "Mm -mm, I don't like this. I don't like the result of this. This is not working for me. And I made some decisions on whether or not I felt comfortable because it was about like where I was. And that felt good for a little while. And it usually does, right? When we justify where we are, justification feels good temporary. It's one of those emotions that feels good temporary. And then you kind of like, oh, like when you take actions out of justification, it's like, oh. And so... There was a moment where I said, hey, but there were two people in this relationship, even though I totally agree with where I was and I didn't think I was going to change my stance on how I wanted to proceed with the relationship as it is now. 
But maybe, just maybe, I wanted to change how I thought about it, right? And so I started thinking about where was my role? How was it that I was showing up? What was it that I was doing? And so there was a point where I could find where I was culpable or responsible, or I had some responsibility in where the relationship ended up. And it was because I was willing to like, look at it and go, okay, where is there a lie in my truth? That's one of the concepts I teach my clients to do. It requires them to like, really think about what it is they're doing and find the lie in their truth. So I use my own concept on myself. Where's the lie in my truth of, no, like I showed up as a friend, like how I wanted to show up. There was a lie in that truth. And I had to be willing to slow it down, to feel the discomfort, to be willing to be wrong, to even look for it and find it. And I did. So here's where I want to like take this with. It's like, how do you repair? It doesn't mean, and in this instance, it didn't mean that I changed my stance on like, no, I want to be besties and hang out and everything. It didn't change where I wanted to go with this friendship. Like, but it did change how I felt about my responsibility and where it was. And it gave me some relief and peace when I felt more empowered of like, oh, I see where I was doing this. So I sought out to repair and repair doesn't mean going back to the same way it was, but there was for me a moment where I wanted to repair. And so I want you to imagine for a moment, like if you're like, I want to repair and repairing means like, I don't know where this, it doesn't mean that it's going to go back. Like I'm doing this so that this will happen. No, you're repairing because you want to take responsibility for your part. That's it. Regardless of their reaction or their response, your repair is for you. And it's also for them because that's what a good friend would do, right? So imagine there is this relationship where you were really, really close, right? And for whatever reason, something happened. And now there's this big grand canyon between you. That person is on one side and you're on this side. You can think about this even in your dating relationships, romantic relationships, work relationships, right? There is now a cabinet gap in between you two where it used to be very close and now there's this gap. And the person that you're wanting to repair the relationship with is on the other side of this cavern and you're over here. And this is what a lot of us do when we want to repair or when we're like, we want to like, feel better about our actions and explain. So we go in and like, I'm sorry, which is very general, right? And then we're like, and I did this because, and this is why I did it. And this is what I was feeling. And they explain every reason why they did what they did. I did this because of this. And I was thinking this, and I was thinking, and it's all them focused. 
It is literally all centered on them. And when you go to repair a relationship, wherever it is, and you're like, I was feeling like this, and this is what was going on with me, and I was tired, and I had this call, and I had this, and da-da-da-da-da, and it's all about you, it's like there's this big cavern, right? And what you've done is you're screaming over the cavern, trying to explain everything to them. And your solution, which is you focus, like it's all about me and where I was and what was going on with me. And I am so sorry, is you focused. It's like you gave them like a rope and throwed it over to the other side and said, hey, (laughs) take this rope and attach it. They do the work. You attach it. And then you put on your own safety And you crawl over and transverse this crater over to me so we can bring back the closeness. It is all dependent on their ability, their ability and their desire to do the work, to transfer, to transverse and come all the way over to where you are. That's what happens when you show up that way. I love giving this example of in the repair process is if you were in a relationship with a significant other and they cheated on you. And then they come to the relationship after the cheating and saying, well, you wasn't spending time with me and you didn't cook and we hadn't had sex and I don't know how long. And I was tired and I was really weak because this person had died and I was having a problem with this. And they just made it all about them, right? That's what it feels like when you repair a relationship and it's just all about where you were and why and you'd want to justify. Like, I really need to explain why this was going on. No, there will be a time for that, but the time for that is after they've transversed on the crater and come over to your side and now you're on the same side. Trying to do that work when you're still on the craver, crater and then all you do is throw the rope, they've got to do the work of making themselves feel comfortable to like tie that rope down. Then they've got to harness themselves on that rope. And there has to be a strong desire for them to cross over that crater. And it depends on their skill level. If they're like a excellent zipliner and mountain climber and skiller, then they're like, okay, no problem. So If they have a strong relationship with themselves and it's like, hey, I don't mind doing this work and they're like in the friendship or relationship is that important to them, then they may do that. No problem at all. But like that depends on their skill level. But if you're wanting the repair, you want it to be about your skill level, not their skill level. And you want to be able to make it easier for them to come over to your side or you go over to their side, right? And so what I want to do is like help you build a three-step build bridge building process. And I teach that with my clients. And so what I want to do is like when we want to repair If the objective is to repair, then we start with them, not with us, not what was going on with me, but we start with them. So important because if you want them to listen 
and they're way over there, then the desire for them to listen is, are you talking about me or are you talking about you? Right. And like, we're humans. Like, and so if there is a repair that's needed, like you start with them. Ownership of your actions is key. And we call it out and we name it. And we let that person know and see that we see what we've done, right? Like, I am so sorry that I did this thing. That must have been awful for you to experience. I can't even imagine how you felt in that situation. Like explaining it from their point of view is like, oh, you really do see me. Because that person only wants one, two or three, one or two things. They want to be seen, heard, and understood. They like, yes, there is that thing of why did you do it, right? Like, I don't understand why you did it. But if you start addressing that before you start, before you do this process, they have to do the work of like, oh, I understand why you did it. And okay. And then tie that rope down and then go across it on the zip line across the crater. They have to do all the work because, oh, okay. I see why you did it. Whereas if we decide to use the three-step process to build the bridge, we're doing the work because we're taking responsibility for it, right? Why should you do this? I know it's like Brig. Why? Why do I want to do the work? Because of who you are, because of the relief it will give you. Again, this doesn't mean that you're condoning. This doesn't mean that you don't get to say like, but this thing's hurt me, but it gives you the power in the relationship as far as the power to change how you feel about it, right? And it's like, yeah, I'll build the bridge. I'll take responsibility for my part in it, right? And that's that's how we do it. So we build bridges, meaning like, there is a, instead of a flimsy rope we call across it, we build an actual bridge that is structurally sound and safe and make it easier for that client, that person to come over to the other side, right? So how we do it is we don't discount, we don't dismiss, right? And we honor where they are. We make it about them. You didn't deserve it. That was unfair. Whatever. Like we tell the truth, right? This podcast is sponsored by Brig Johnson Coaching. Hey, I have some exciting news for all of my high achieving women out there. That's right. I get the emails and DMs from you guys saying you wish you were my target market. I understand we need great allies too. And we need allies with well-managed minds. Well, I've listened. So this offer is for you too, because it's a one-on-one offer. So if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, you're a woman of color or not, or an ally. If you're tired of feeling like you can't do more, I'm here to help. My one-on-one six-month coaching program is designed specifically for you. Together, we will work on strategies to help you manage your stress, 
and help you achieve your goals. Because women quitting on their dreams is just not an option. And this is what my six-month program can do for you. Instead of time management, we will uncover why you manage your time the way you are so that you can prioritize self-care, giving you more time to do the things you love. Are you struggling with imposter syndrome? Are you anxious with a chaotic mind? I get it. We target the root causes of imposter syndrome, helping you gain the confidence and self-assurance to pursue your goals and succeed in your career and your personal life. Do you struggle with communication issues, difficulty expressing yourself effectively or asserting your needs professionally or personally? You'll learn to cultivate a positive relationship with yourself. We'll work on the why this issue is for you, why this is happening, helping you resolve the inner conflict so that you can easily take care of the external conflict with others. When it comes to communicating your needs, you don't need another communication class on how to resolve clients' issues. Once you uncover your hidden conditioning, you will have the skills to build stronger, more productive relationship with colleagues, clients, and ultimately leading to greater success and growth in your business and personal life. Listen, if you're a high-level woman ready to cultivate more meaningful and fulfilling relationships, both with yourself and others, and you take your business and professional growth seriously and you want to take it to the next level, you and your relationship with you and your brain is your greatest asset. My coaching program is perfect for you. You don't have to continue putting others first and neglecting your own needs and desires in the process. Because remember, you are your greatest asset. Let's work together to create a life that you enjoy of connection and success. If this interests you, reach out, book a breakthrough call at brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Again, brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Look forward to talking to you. So we make it easier for them by apologizing. I am so sorry. And I am sorry for this, naming it. This is what I did. Like, it's like, oh, so the person understands. Oh, you know what you did. Like, right? Like, you know, I'm dating right now, right, y'all? And I had an appointment to like go hiking because that's one of my favorite things to do for a first for a first date is to go hiking. It's free. We meet at a state park. Like nothing, right? And we go hiking. I get to see how we interact when it's just us two doing some stuff. I get to see if you're physically fit. I get to see how we mesh doing hard things when we're out of breath. I get to see if you get frustrated like this is a lot. Like I get to see a lot in a hike and it's free, right? And so first time we made this appointment, no call. He's like, we talked about it on Saturday, Saturday night. And then Sunday I gave him like, it was late Saturday night when I responded back. So I took responsibility for it. And so I was like, okay, no problem. And he woke up Sunday and said, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't see this till late. I went to sleep early. I get it because I go to bed early. I'm at eight o'clock 
at night per- person and I didn't turn I didn't respond to him to like 9:30. So I get that. So he's like, "How about we do it into the next Sunday?" No problem. Talked to him a couple of times and then Thursday came around and I'm like, these texts but no phone calls and like Friday I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna be the big person. Hey, just checking in, how you doing?" Nothing mentioned about, "Hey, let's meet on Sunday." Yada yada. I'm like, "Okay." Nothing. No talk, no, how you doing? No, yes, I'm going to do it because he had already said, hey, I know I let you down the first time. I'm going to show up this time. No mention of it. Saturday night came, no mention of it, no text, nothing. Monday, he sends me a text and says, good morning. That's not repair, right? That's what I mean. That's not repair. That's like, I'm just going to treat it like nothing happened, right? Repair is... I am so sorry. I let you down again. I know I said I wasn't going to do that again. And I did not. And this is the reason why. And da da da. And work was going. That's not the time to say that. The time is like, that must have been awful for you to experience because you don't know me. And I'm showing up like somebody you can't trust. But I am sorry for that. And I want to make it up to you. It's naming it, right? That's true repair, right? But we have to be comfortable with ourselves and who we are and not make ourselves this person in order to do that. I call that emotional flexibility. Like emotional flexibility is the thing that allows us to do this, right? And it's one of the concepts you learn when you work one-on-one with me, right? So the three-step bridge process is we name it, I'm sorry, and then we acknowledge their pain, right? We make it about them. Remember, it was like, I'm sorry, I didn't show up. I didn't call. I dropped the ball. I didn't even mention it through the week, like really getting very detailed on the I'm sorry, and then acknowledge how they feel. That must have been awful for you. You're explaining their pain as if they've experienced it. And that is the thing that goes, oh, you do understand that. Because here's the deal. We want to understand that you get it. That like helps us meet you on the bridge. If we don't understand you get it, we ain't meeting you on the bridge. Like I didn't even return. I left the boy on red. I didn't even return the text. Like, no. I'm like, no, there's nothing after that. If all you had was good morning, no, mm -mm, nothing after that. After that, if the person chooses to, allow that person to have their time to share. Like expect them to be a reaction, right? It's like you mentioned the pain. Don't then expect them not to go, oh yeah, I see it. No, expect them to have a reaction, right? Like be willing, that's part of repair. Be willing to experience their response. Of course they have a response. You understand that, you're saying that. I know that was painful for you. So expect for me to go, yeah, motherfucker, this was the second time. I don't know you, I don't even trust you, but that was the second, like, Expect me to say that, to be willing to experience that. I'm going to have a response. 
Not, I said, I'm sorry, and now I shouldn't have a response. I should be okay. No, I am human. So we allow for their humanness, right? Yes. So it lets them know, I see you, I understand you. And then you understand like now they feel a little bit more safer going across the bridge because you've seen them, you understand them, and then you allowed for them to have their experience as a human without making them wrong for having it, right? We don't need to shame them for it. And we get to understand and listen. Maybe they're going to bring up some other things that we didn't even understand about it. So it's like, oh, I didn't even think of it that way. Thank you for letting me know. I am so sorry. And then take ownership of that part too. Like, you don't understand. My mom was here and such and such, and I had to pay for a babysitter. Like that kind of thing is like, oh, I am sorry. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you take what they say, and then they may have other things that you didn't even think of. And then you, again, account for their feelings and their pain in that. This is true repair, right? Again, it sounds like we're doing all of this for them. We are, but we're doing it for us because there is a strength that comes from allowing ourselves to be human too, right? It's like, yeah, I kind of fucked up. And this is the path of how I fix my fuck-ups, right? It doesn't depend on their response to it. It's, this is me accepting me and I'm accepting the results of it. This is for you, even though you're showing up for them. I hope that helps. Okay, when you share this to the person, at some point, they may eventually ask, what was going on and why and what did you do and how? If you've listened to them express their things, like if you've taken the time to make it about them and not you and you feel like you've done a good job, then and only then, if they've come across the bridge, right? If they're all the way on the other side of the crater, that's the time to go. And this is what was going on with me, okay? Or you can walk over if they're like, hey, okay, I get it. And you can walk over to them and go, this is what was going on with me. And you can start the process, right? But remember, it's their skill level too. So you may have to do more work because they don't have the skill level to go across those craters. They are not an expert climber like you, right? So here's the deal. Telling people, all the awareness that we have, like, I am so sorry I did this to you without change behavior. Like what the person wants to see in order to maybe continue the relationship with you is, I want to know about your awareness. Yeah, but I want to know about like, if you've explained it in a way, like I've seen your pain, I understand your pain, then, and this is how I'm changing it from this point forward. This is what I've learned from it. This is how I'm changing for it. This is what I'm doing to work on that. Then that person may feel safe enough to go, oh, okay, right? Like, but if all you're doing is bringing awareness, without changed behavior, then what you're saying is I may do it again because I know that I did it, but I ain't really fixed the reason why I'm doing it. So if I get into that pickle again, I 
probably do the same thing. A, because they didn't even realize the pain in which it caused. So there was no motivation there because they didn't acknowledge it. And they never said, and you never said, I am aware and this is what I'm going to do, right? It's like your old ex calling you and saying, I've changed. I realize now, like all of y'all, they always come back, right? Like literally women, right? We always know they always come back. My literally high school, elementary, college boyfriends have all come back. I've all We've all got that phone call. You were the one. I can't believe da, 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 da. I shouldn't have let you go. They go on and on and on and on without changed behavior. They never say, you didn't like they may say you deserve it, you didn't deserve it, but they don't say, like, that must have been awful for you to experience when I was at that thing and I was doing this. Like they're naming it specifically, right? That's how they get your attention. That's how the repair happens, right? It's like not the general, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Because what it shows is that you actually haven't done your work. Because if you've done your work, you can name specifically what happened. And then you can tell me how I've changed since then, right? Like, if the guy was like, yeah, I've done my work. I didn't do it. And like, I've been in counseling. I've done this work. I've really worked on my, like understanding my manhood, where it comes from, my security, where it comes from. I didn't understand why I needed to go outside the relationship. I understand that now. I've been working on that. I've worked with a therapist. I've done this work, this work, this work, this work. Now it's like, oh, now I ask May, not just like look at the bridge and feel safe. I may even walk over the bridge now because I've seen you've accepted. I've seen you share like, oh, I see where your pain is. And I've shown change behavior, right? So we don't just like the person you're repairing with doesn't just want your awareness. Like they don't just want your awareness. When I sought to do this, I didn't just give them my awareness. Like I see now, this is what I'm doing. And these are the changed behaviors from this. This is what I'm working on. This is how I know. And if all you're doing is shouting awareness, that a skilled person may come over the crater maybe once, if it's not deep enough, but if it's a big enough crater, it may not be enough for them to decide that they want to climb over there on that rope that you gave them. But building them a big ass bridge, yeah. Because sometimes we just really do fuck up, guys, right? And sometimes we need to repair. And that's part of being epic is understanding we don't get it right. And there needs to be a way that we build bridges. I have a three-step process for repairing these relationships. And guess what this does? The byproduct of this work is that you repair your relationship with you. This is the benefit of it, is because you can accept your humanity. You can accept your fuck-ups Doing this 
You can't do this without understanding you and your fuck-ups and accepting it. That's the level of this work. You can't repair that that you don't even understand within yourself. And guess what? Forgiveness is. Forgiveness is understanding. And the first person that needs to understand is you. So without, like you can't ask for forgiveness if you don't even understand truly, right? And understanding means understanding it from their point of view also, right? And this process helps you do that. Listen, I hope you never have to use this podcast. I hope that you never have to repair or show up for a relationship in this way. But when you do, because guess what? We all have our fuck-ups, even in our relationships. Use this process. Don't just hollow over the crater and like, hey, I'm sorry, this is what I did. This is what I was going through. No, use this three-step bridge process to do that work. And if you want to do that work with yourself, I'm your girl, one-on-one is the container for it. Not only do I teach you how to do bridge processes for yourself, because there's a version of you that's on the other side of the crater that you need to understand and you need to allow for them, I understand your pain. You need to do this work within you. Long before we do this work with other people, And if you're having difficulties in relationships, I can promise you it's because there's a cavern within your relationship within yourself. And this three-step bridge process is the way to healing that. It improves your emotional resilience, your emotional flexibility, because you can't do this in other relationships if you haven't done it within yourself. Reach out. Talk at you later. Build bridges, queens. Don't be just called <laughs> hollering over craters. I'm sorry, this is what I did. No, build bridges. And do this within you. I'm sorry, this is what I did. No, build bridges within those versions of you. That's the work. That's the key work of this. All right, I'll get you later. Bye. Did you enjoy this podcast where I have a personal invitation? I want to spend time with you, coach you, talk about the issues that are affecting you. We do this in a community we call the Melanin Hour, created just for us high achieving Black women. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, Deeply Rooted is where we put all this shit together. We immerse ourselves And we master this. Six months, you, me, and a bunch of women that look like you and got a little melanin in them. (laughs) That's Deeply Rooted. You can register for the wait list at brickjohnson.com forward slash group. Hope to see you there. Bye.